What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Industry Talk Podcast, another great episode. I mean, this might be the greatest episode. I have a special guest with me today, Byron Rogers. And if you don't know who he is, you've been under a rock. So, Byron, what's going on? How are you? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here, Jasmine. No, it's an honor to have you on, man. I'm like, I'm talking to Muhammad Ali right now is what's going on for me. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're mean, too kind. Um, so for the people who don't know exactly what you and who you are, I am not even going to try to read a long bio and mess it all up and get the mm. words wrong. I want you to let them know, you know, who you are. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, my, this is like my first opening question, and I love catching people off, off guard with, <laughs> you know, who are you at your core? Um, I'm a protector, you know, by nature. And fortunately, I've had the opportunity to be a protector by trade. Um, you know, my whole life, it's, but it's all been all about, I got five sisters I got to protect and grew up with my mom. Yeah, man, no brothers, no backup, you know, grew up with my mom, you know, um, and, uh, you know, background in the Marine Corps infantry to deployments to Iraq, to Iraq, uh, you know, as an O three fifty one, some of y'all know what that is. Um, uh, but I dealt with demolitions and rockets in the infantry and things like that, okay. handheld uh, rockets. Um, and then I got into executive protection straight out of the Marine Corps about three months before getting out. So I'm like, you oh, know, going okay. through, yeah, man, uh, international executive protection. Uh, we hit over 60 countries, I'll say, in the first about two years, but probably it was about a year we got it knocked out. And then we did that on repeat for about seven years. Um, and then uh, since then, you know, I wanted to have a normal life. <laughs> and I, yeah. yeah, man, we traveled more than the president, you know, and all that stuff for a few years. And then I, uh, yeah, I just started to focus on, I worked a little bit in Florida, hammered, hammered out a career in Florida for a few years. And then I came back up to Cali and chased, you know, did the Cali circuit, chased the page and worked for every client demographic uh, that our industry has to offer up here. So the only thing I've been doing, the only two jobs I've had in my life, you know, it's the Marine Corps and then executive protection full time. You know? Well, then, and then definitely makes you a protector. There's nothing else. It's not like you were <laughs> maybe protecting the shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. And then, yeah, since then, I have my own private security company. Now I have a boutique company out here in Southern California, and I've got my executive protection lifestyle brand, and mm-hmm. um, I've got uh, the training day, executive protection training day digital uh, success package that I'm bringing to the game. Uh, and uh, the last thing I'll tell you is I started Protector Nation, which is going to be a civilian-centric protection uh, cadre yeah so we got some other cool stuff coming this year oh i'm I'm ready for all of that (laughs) yeah Uh, let me let me take it back some let's let's talk Mm. about the the uh military aspect i have not served my father is a marine and my brother just went into the army um he Uh like literally just got his orders so i've been surrounded by that mindset (laughs) my whole life but what did you take from your military career and implement it? What did you take and implement into your EP career? Like what awesome. followed you? The, like mindset, maybe a process, a tactic, anything? Yeah, um, this is good. That's a great <laughs> question. Uh, you know, it has to do with that transition. 
And like a lot of what I try to do is help guys learn how to leverage the skills they got from their military career into their professional professional career, you know, whatever realm it really is. But mm-hmm. for me, um, I got discipline, which is huge. But even yeah. before that, with regards to what uh, my protection work is, I got an understanding of things can go bad and things can go really bad. And it takes a split second for things to go really, really bad. Yeah. You know, uh, one second of not paying attention, one little bit of um, complacency, you know, because nothing has happened yet. Uh, yeah. And you could be picking up the pieces of your former life if you're lucky to be alive to pick up the pieces. So I, uh, I really got that realization hammered into my brain. And then the other thing, which, which has kept me, you know, in a lot of cases, you know, kept me sharp, kept me focused when other people won't and when other people don't think it's important. Um, and then that discipline, if there's one thing that I think is the most important uh, value to be able to have, like, I just feel like you just can't do anything without discipline. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a lot of it, but yeah. I have like a little nest egg, you know, that I try to protect and I try to feed and I try to nourish and keep strong so I can, and I can have enough power over myself to do the things I'm supposed to do in order to be who I'm supposed to be and, and, and get what I'm supposed to get done in this life, you know? I think, I think I asked you that question for the first question, because what I do see in family and friends is when they do get out, mm-hmm. they, they're a little confused on which way to go. Mm-hmm. Like they, they kind of, don't know should I just jump straight into law enforcement mm-hmm. should I just da, 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 should I do that so for you what made you go into EP like why mm-hmm. not start a uniform security company where you're you know mm-hmm. doing stores and retail or why not go straight into the police like what made you pick EP or how mm-hmm. did you pick EP so on that what you said I actually I wrote a book all about this this you know, time that we lose uh, veterans. Um, And it's called uh, Finding Meaning After the Military. And it's all about the the psychological tools I used to navigate that period of life, which did almost kill me. (laughs) Um, You know, as it has so many of us. But the point is you have to find your new fight. A warrior without a fight loses purpose. Um, but then it also talks about, you know, finding your identity and your purpose and things inside you rather than outside you. So you're not so shaken when things change. Um, yeah. But uh, as for me, the reason I didn't end up in contracting or police work <laughs> or executive protection was because it was like just the grace of God. It was my path. Like, yeah. like legit, like uh, when people be like, I didn't choose this game, the game chose me. Like that's literally what happened. <laughs> what like, happened. <laughs> yeah, like it just went down. Like I legitimately, you know, uh, you know, my Lord and Savior. So I like, I'm a Christian guy. And so my whole life I'm like praying and trying to get answers and like God will talk to me every once in a while, I believe, right? So that's just how we are. I hope that's not, uh, you know, a rub, but that's just, that's just me, right? So, you know, I felt like, my guiding light, like the Holy Spirit was like, yo, go to this uh, club and bounce and you'll be a bodyguard and you will, um, you're going to travel the world and I'm going to travel the world. Giving comes to your purpose, basically. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I literally tell my girl at the time, I'm like, hey, uh, I, I got to go bounce at this bar because I'm supposed well, to um, be a- kind of say it and explain is good for people, you know, who have influence in, in yeah. the industry. Speak about that kind of stuff because not a lot of people do. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah. oh, no, you know, I'm tough. That's why I do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, exactly. I really appreciate you <laughs> touching yeah. on, you know, spirituality and, and mm-hmm. everything. Mix the two together, I'd say. Yeah. Maybe. And they're all, yeah, um, and it's all mixed. Yeah. Man. It's all your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual world. Whether you, you can ignore one of them if you want, but they exist, you know. Yeah, you know you go, <laughs> but they're mixed. Physics. Yeah, but they are exactly right. So, I'm sitting here and I have. To... Where can I find your book, though? Oh, oh. yeah, man, it's all over Amazon, but on my website, byronrogers.com. Rogers with gotcha. a D. Yeah, byronrogers.com. You'll find it up right there on the homepage and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'm sitting here and I hear the voice that like has saved my life before in Iraq. It saved me. When I was five years old, I saved my whole family by listening to this voice. So I'm like, I, you know, I feel like it's like, hey, go to go to go work at this bar. I'm gonna have you get scooped out of here. You're gonna be a, you're gonna be a bodyguard. You're gonna protect people all over the world. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I know what I gotta do. I go, <laughs> I know, okay. right? And I'm petrified. Like I am scared of a desk job. Like at this point in my life, like I'm a jock that mm. turned into a grunt. And literally joined the Marine Corps during a time of war to go to war just because I'm like, I can't do school. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, y'all aren't going to get me in a desk job. I'm so scared, you know, like, but I got to get out. You know, I know there's more for me. Yeah. And so for sure enough, I'm in there. I'm bouncing is like three months and I'm trying to be a good dude and I'm trying to contribute and I'm trying to give. You know, uh, more than they than they're paying me for. I'm like kind of cleaning up tables and yeah. a couple dudes. I run into a couple dudes and I gotta ask them to leave because it's time to go. And they're literally like, uh, "What did he say?" He's like, "Have him do it." And I'm like, uh, "You know, like what's up?" You know. <laughs> and the other guy's like, "Have him do what?" And he's like, "Have him have him do the thing." Like, have <laughs> him do it. He look at him and he calls me over and he's like, "Yo." You're a Marine? And I'm like, yes, sir. And he's like, you got combat experience? I'm like, yes, sir. He's like, you're getting out of the Marine Corps, right? I'm like, yes, sir. And then he's like, go get a guard card, exposed weapons permit, get these two permits, give me a call back in two weeks. I'll show you how to make a lot more money doing what you're doing. And like legit, like I blink and I'm 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 on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills trying to like open the door for my first job interview, but I can't because it's at a jewelry store that doesn't have a, a door on it because you like, like, you don't even know about this place unless you're somebody like, you know what I mean? They won't even open the door unless you're somebody. Oh yeah. yeah, So I'm like standing out. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm looking like an idiot. You know, they're looking, watching me through the glass. They open the door and I'm doing my first job interview. You know, I'm in the back of a Bentley. And then next thing you know, like I'm flying on private jets all around the world, like crazy, you know? Uh, And it was. yeah. That whole part of the life right there. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. And, and honestly. <laughs> how long? How long? You said three months you were bouncing and then that mm-hmm. happened and the rest was history. Yeah, like. Jeez, that's it. That's <laughs> you know, it's, well, it's the grace of God and then right time, right place, right relationships. Um, and then yeah. from there, it all just became social dynamics. It just was like. 
you know, like those dudes told me later, they're like, we picked you because we were watching the way you were working with people. We were watching the way that you uh, interacted with us when you checked our IDs. We've been watching you all night. And, uh, you know, we could just mm -hmm. tell that you're the type of guy that has the social intelligence to be able to execute on what we got, we were at, what we need done, you know. And really, that's a lot of what I try to teach when I'm running my, my course, the training day course, man, is like, you never know who's watching. And like people, it takes a lot yeah. of faith, you know, so it's kind of hard. But like when you live your life to where you never know who's watching, you never know who anyone is, you default, you're treated with respect, default respectful, but also like, you know, every, anybody can kill you too. The enemy can always be watching, you know what I'm saying? So it's this line that you yeah. walk, you know. Um, yeah. It has gotten me very far in life, you know. Yeah, it has gotten me very far in life. And I, I think really the one word is respect, you know, because it's like I treat everybody I meet yeah. like they could take my life to the next level and like they could kill me <laughs> at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no. What so a thin like, line there. Like either way, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you look like. I'm going to I'm gonna be respectful. I'm going to respect you as a powerful being. You know, and if we got to do what we got to do, then, you know, may the best man win. We'll find out and all that. But, you know, I've had that open doors for me throughout my entire life. You know, it's yeah. it's a definitely a principle, man. It's definitely a principle that works. You need to, I think that's the next book. The next book is Philosophies <laughs> and Principles Thank by you. Byron Rogers. I would read that. Uh, that's I would totally read that. So the question was, I know you have five sisters. I know that now, um, but how did becoming a father change you as a protector or make you think of things differently as a protector? I know you're the guy that sits facing the door at the restaurant when you go out to eat, but did it heighten your sense of situational awareness or, or did it change you at all? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I just find that I'm even more aware, you know, and like, you know, you come back like, you know, they talk about hyper-awareness with, like, PTSD and stuff. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, executive protection was perfect for me for, transitionally because it was like, oh, sweet. You know, I get to, like, basically do all my warrior ethos stuff and being hyper-vigilant is, like, constructive, you know? Yeah. And I think it always is as long as you can manage it, you know, as long as you're not, like, yeah. crazy and, and not functional, right? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, now it's even, it's just worse. <laughs> now, like, when I'm with my kid, you know, I'm just like, uh, thank God I've built these systems into my behavior to keep myself mm -hmm. and people with me safe because yeah. now I really am paying attention, you know? Yeah. Um, even more. So I, you know, I have more peace of mind if I have a plan, you know, and I have a strategy type of thing. Is your, is your, I, I hear some guys that uh, I listen to that, that work in the industry, they're like, oh no, my, my wife, she, she's right on board. She's bought all the way into this protective stuff. So she already knows the protocol. She knows this, she knows that. Is, is that the same for you as well? Yeah, like we go to eat. She, <laughs> she like knows if the waiter or waitress picks a table I'm not down with. And she <laughs> knows if. Like when we roll up on the table, she knows what seat I want, so she'll just move it. Uh, yeah. She knows I want to be, you know, or or you know, she'll even help hook me up and help me like move. Be like, hey, Byron's oh, gonna sit oh, there. Oh, she's really yeah. She okay. <laughs> yeah, so she's on on she's on board, you know. Yeah. Which I'm that's, like, that's what's up. You know, help me with my job, girl. 
<laughs> Help me do my job, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about your podcast. Okay. Um, it's actually something that really helped me. Um, wow. And it's, I've been listening to it. I mean, some things because um, I've, I've been doing security as a whole for like fourteen years. Um, okay. It was like really my first job, um, mm-hmm. and then I was like, eh. I think I just want to do this. Can I just do this? So, um, but I mean, I've done everything from like mall security to all kinds of stuff. So it's, it hasn't always been this part of the industry. So with your podcast, what, what made you start the podcast? What, what is the goal of the podcast? Mm -hmm. I think uh, really what made me start it was like, when I started out in the game, I started doing executive protection when I was 21, mm. right? So, like, looking at executive protection uh, up against going out, you know, to, like, war and, like, fighting, like, grown dudes and stuff, it really <laughs> is, like, okay, much easier. But, like, there was still that kind of young part of me that was, like, how do I, what am I even doing, you know? Like, yeah. of course, there's, you know, I was able to be, like, all right you've done like more difficult things figured out, bro. Like, how would you do this? How would you do that? You know, but I survived because old heads took me under their wing and were like, Hey, you know, don't do this. Don't do that. Do this, you know, look at it this way. Look at it that way, you know? Um, and they like kept me alive through the social dynamics and the the arduous, like dangerous social kind of world that exists (laughs) and on a detail and they kept me alive long enough to grow up and grow strong and understand how to survive a detail and how to execute. Um, and so I, I looked at the podcast as a way as like, man, I wish I would have been able to have these conversations when I was like coming up in the game or even when I was in the game, like even now I'm having conversations with people where I'm like, man, I'm learning stuff every time I do an episode with somebody, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, the same. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so it was like, well, and then the other thing about it is EP has been so, like, cool guy-centric, like, like um, <laughs> it's been so, like, you know, wow, if I told you I'd have to kill you, you know, like, like <laughs> don't tell everyone. I even still to this day catch static from people being like, he's the guy telling everyone how to do EP. Like, <laughs> oh, no, like, do people really say that to you? Yeah, like, someone was popping off about <laughs> that, you know, and I'm like, really? Like, this is the thing, man, like, one – it's not like some super ninja secret squirrel stuff, you know, it's not really <laughs> that difficult, you know, train yourself to be a super ninja secret squirrel. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's tight, you know, but like the yeah. job itself, you know, uh, is really not as difficult as, you know, conducting a multi-phase operation, taking over, you know, villages and cities and, and doing all the stuff that like guys, you know, or just people do, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I'm kind of like, chill out. I want to help the yeah. industry, <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's like, yeah, like <laughs> we can all get better. Yeah. And I, I'm tired of getting the details with clients that are annoyed because their mm-hmm. EP dude was just annoying and stupid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, so, <laughs> and so now they think I'm going to be that way and I got to retrain them, you know? I, so I, yeah. I, I'm trying to raise the standards with all my, um, with all of my uh, media, really all my media is designed to a, hey, a rising tide lifts all ships that are at sea. Everything I'm doing is designed to make a smarter, better, more efficient um, 
executive protection agent, you know, private security practitioner. That's, that's my goal with all of it, really. And that, that's, that's how I look at your, I literally, sometimes when I post it in my stories or stuff, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm training. This is, this is training for me. You guys have no idea. You can sleep on it. I'm posting it. So you understand. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? That's funny. Cause I've been to some EP trainings and I've been to a good amount of training and I, and I'd be sitting there sometimes and I'm like, you know, sometimes this stuff isn't as relevant and it's not going to mm. be your ability to do a good advance or position yourself uh, around your client or it's not going to be your tactics that are going to get you fired or keep you alive or, 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 mm, or, or yeah. get you fired off a of detail. It's going to be your social dynamics and all the little things that you do and don't do to gain cultural equity. And if you can't do that, you, you're just going to not last there very long mm-hmm. and that's what i love about the about about you know the podcast is the guys at the top of the game talk about all the little things that people don't think is cool because it's not as sexy as being at the range yeah. but it's like yo this is how you really this is how we really got ahead you know like yeah because i mean i you, think yeah. talk about carrying bags uh yeah. moving seats and i think before i listen to your podcast I don't think I was thinking about that at all, honestly. Right. <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking about that. So the first time you said it, I was like, you know, that actually makes sense that you would have to do that. And I can see some guys being like, oh man, I don't carry bags. And when you talk about that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never be that person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that I'm just carrying all the bags for everybody in your entourage, but I'm just saying right. I'm not so I think you're you're you always break it down for people to understand, especially people who might not have had law enforcement or military background, I think you do a job at, you know, staying able to like talk to everybody at the same time. Like, you know, yeah. somebody who in the military is listening, but somebody who wasn't, they can still understand and kind of grasp what you're talking about. You know, good. That's meaningful. That's what I want. Yeah. That's exactly. What I appreciate you, you and your content and your podcast. You have no idea. <laughs> So training, though, you have some new training and training is something I talk about all the time, Uh, especially for people who are not in the EP, like for the Industry Talk podcast, it's kind of, I've started saying like it's for the average Joe security guard because I work a lot of details from working at the Giant to working with a CEO. So I kind of go, you know, from one end to another, but I see the same thing here from one into lack of training. And it's not just fire training. It's, it's like you said, like, I'm going to have you touch on what social dynamics means, because I think people lack that a lot. So what, what are people going to get from your new training uh, class? All right. So this I'm excited about. <laughs> like this is like because you know as I look at the game, you know, like as I try to take that perspective and, and look down at everything that is on the board, uh, I think it solves a lot of a number a number of different issues, and it's going to be really efficient and effective at getting people what they want out of their careers. So, um, my training will take you from A to Z in your career, um, and the advantages are simply that I think it's one of the most cost-effective trainings because uh, you don't have to pay for travel 
and lodging. Mm -hmm. You don't have to pay. You don't have to take time off work. You can stay productive, stay making money, and you can learn all the modules on your own time at your own speed, right? Um, the and, and the other thing is you go to training, right? You go, oh, I'm going to this awesome school. I'm going to fly out to this <laughs> cool place, you know, and training. Most of these classes are exposure. It's exposure. I got this from Elijah Shaw, who's the homie, man. Uh, mm. It's exposure to, Reading to tactics. Right now. Yeah, it's savage, man. It's a, you, <laughs> you go to one training, you go one time you train on something and you get exposure to it. Maybe you take some really good notes, but mm. – a year or two later on when you're in the industry or in the game and they ask you to do something and the only exposure you had to those tactics was that one course you went to once upon yeah. a time, you know, how can you expect yourself to really perform at the level you need to because you went to that training? Well, the training's gone now. You might have some notes at the, at the most, maybe things will come back, yeah. you know? So with my stuff, it's digital. It's through an online portal. You always own the content. You can go right back to that module. Hey, uh, solo advance uh, on a country. I got one coming up. What am I going to do? Oh, well, there's a module all about this. Let me get up in here yeah. and just check it out. Um, <laughs> and then beyond that, you have a membership area, which right now is a paid Facebook group, but we're going to move it onto my website where you have a group of what we've been, the course has been running for a couple months. We already have over 50 different agents in there. Um, and we're wow. already getting testimonials on yeah, right. It's moving. We're already Jeez. getting testimonials on people who are taking their career to the next level, who are getting results. And I haven't even completed the curriculum yet. They're like 80% <laughs> through the curriculum. They're already like, yo, this is happening at work. And thanks. Yeah. And I got this job from doing stuff for module four. And um, so, you know, so you have all that. And then you also have the network. So you're automatically put into an alumni network of people who all have the same education and in that back office, there's jobs being shared. There's opportunities being shared. Yeah. Uh, someone's got a question before I can come in and help them. Other people in the industry that are all over internationally. Uh, some are ultra successful. Some are detail leaders that put their whole detail through. Some are company owners that have made the training mm -hmm. mandatory for anyone who wants to work for them. Uh, all the way down to people just trying oh, to get in the awesome. game. Right. So you have this now, this ecosystem. And what do we know about networking? Your network is going to be your net worth. I've lived that a hundred yeah. different times. So that's it's it's not only the tactics of how to do EP, and it's not only the uh, network, and not only do you get to keep the content forever, um, but there's even more perks. Like I come in the group every single week. So if you have a question, I go live every single week. You oh, can literally okay. be like, I'm stuck. Be like help me out like what do you suggest <laughs> i do and i'll be like well this is what i suggest you do and then the whole entire other other people in the group also help so you yeah. join a pack and you get support um and then beyond that you know the course isn't about um just teaching you how to do ep it's about all the social dynamics um that have to do with how you really actually because i've i've been to i i've seen guys lose on details that I would go to war with like guys that I would trust yeah. with my life, legit agents, agents that were really good at EP. But I've seen the client come to me and say, you know, I just don't know. Like Jeff is just not quite like, it's just not quite working out. Honestly, this thing he's got going on over here and this, this, that, and then that one time. And then, you know, I, and, and the next <laughs> thing, you know, they're like, can we just get somebody else? And I'm sitting there like, now I got to go tell this dude. He's like a good dude. He means well, but 
he made a few social mistakes. So the training takes you from building your resume, how to do that and stand out in the EP industry, all the way through job interviews, through mindset, through marketing yourself in a digital age, how to outperform other yeah. people in the industry in terms of marketing yourself in the digital age. It's, it's beyond huge. And then into <laughs> interfacing with your client, interfacing with your team, interfacing with your first employer, and then into executive protection operations. Um, and then the last thing, the last, <laughs> but wait, there's more. The last thing. <laughs> there's is, more. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The last thing is once you complete the course and you're a certified agent and you're validated through my process, uh, we our brands grow together. So you will be on my on my website um, in a certified agent's uh, almost like a social media platform, essentially, with oh, your picture, wow. yeah, your bio, a few questions every employer wants to know about you. And that I'm marketing to all the big boys and big companies in the industry as, hey, here are some agents. Here are agents I have personally trained um, that you can expect a certain uh, standard of work product from when you need bodies, come here and get them for free, vetted. That's amazing. My company. What um, in the <laughs> world, man? You know? <laughs> Jeez. So I'm glad yeah. I asked the question because I didn't. I didn't know all that from just reading the stuff that I see on Facebook and Instagram. I, I didn't know all of that. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's that's that's. Uh, and then obviously you're getting the cheat sheets and all the stuff to do advanced work and stuff, pocket yeah. advances and all that too, to make sure you're dangerous with that stuff as, as well. I mean, it wasn't a joke when you said A to Z. That's. That's yeah, not- you know, I, I want it to be a launch pad, you know, and the more success you guys have, the more success the class has, the more success the yeah. school has, the more success my yeah. legacy has, you know, so it's yeah. ultra, ultra important to me to make sure you guys are successful. That's why I'm devoting at least an hour a week to be in there personally and, and lead from the front as best I can, you know, so that's what that's about. If you guys are listening and you didn't listen to anything else, go sign up for this course. I mean, seriously, I, I, I talk to people all the time. One who say, man, I don't have the money to fly here or go there. Um, I don't have this. And as yeah. soon as somebody hits me and says that, I'm like, oh, well, you can just go to this page. There's a course. I don't know all the details, but they'll let you know. Like, yeah. and that's why I had to make sure I asked you about it because I've told a couple of people like, hey, I don't know all the details, but I know that this is going to be the jump off. Like, I know this yeah, is going to be something. You. So, man, that's... Thank you. I don't even know what else to ask you. That was just <laughs> well, great. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and it's, 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 it's just one of those things where it's like, you want to go to the next level, you know, mm-hmm. if you, but you got to get higher quality information than what you have. Yeah. You know, the yeah. only reason you're playing ball on the level you're playing ball on is because it's the best you know how to play ball. You yeah. Know? So it's like you, you want a higher yeah. quality life. You got to make higher quality decisions. You want to make higher quality decisions. You got to get higher quality information. And it's like, I don't know everything, but I know how yeah. to use a lot of this. I, I know how to move in the EP world and the EP industry. But then beyond that, even if you already are in the game, it's like, I guarantee there's something you can learn from me, just like there's yeah. some stuff I can yeah. learn from you. Um, and that's, that's, uh, and then, and then you get the community aspect, and that's all that is, you know. Yeah, um, I'm even learning things from students a lot of time. <laughs> you know, it's beautiful. You know, so we just got our own little ecosystem of success going on. In I love it. Congratulations on it. 
developing it, having the time to develop it. You know, congratulations on all that. Like, geez, this is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to go back, though, um, on social dynamics. I want you to kind of tell what that means, because you use that term and I kind of know what it means, but I would like people to really know, because I think it's a big thing that people should know. So what do you mean social dynamics? Really, to me, um, you know, a dynamic situation is a very fluid, fast moving situation. You got to make decisions. You got to it's like flying a jet. It's like, that's a dynamic situation. Or like when you see this stuff I post on Instagram and it's like a combat engagement is unfolding right in front of you. And it only takes like two or three seconds. It's a very dynamic situation. So social dynamics to me are what it's a make or break. It's really the ology, the study of social behavior with regards to executive protection. Um, and, you know, that social behavior, I, I would just go a little further in the definition and say, is those interpersonal uh, dynamics, the interpersonal relationships that you have. And what you end up finding out as you really study the guys that are like blooded to their detailer have great equity with their clients and equity with their principals. And like those guys that last long or that do really good in this industry, you under, you start to realize that it is their social behaviors, their social dynamics that cause them to build valuable relationships and gain equity with humans. Now, if whether that's with a client, whether that's with their employer, whether that's with the people on their detail, whether that's with the what we call the royal court, the royal court is all the people around the principal. They can kill you too. So understanding how to how to build uh, high value relationships with all four of these different quadrants of humans around you mm-hmm. is how you really play that game of social dynamics well. And it, and it really does translate into any area of your life. But, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the baddest, I'm not the best, you know, but I, I make mistakes, you know, and, and, and your, your tactical mistakes won't kill you. You'll survive them mm-hmm. if you have equity, social equity, relationship equity. And so yeah. um, a lot of us, you know, we present incorrectly and uh, we value kind of the values of the culture we come from over the culture's of where we are serving at and that's a huge mistake i see a lot of people make um and they they leave money on the table and they lose a lot of equity that way so there's just a lot of things that especially since you know ep agents come from such a diverse background of places you know to be able to come into a new environment that has that is a different culture than you and gain equity um in that culture and adjust and adapt and, but still be yourself and be valued for being yourself in your own way while still doing that dance. Um, yeah. It's a moneymaker uh, or it's a heartbreaker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you just gotta, yeah. gotta play that game. You gotta know how to navigate that stuff. Yeah. It's like the one make or break thing. I'd say like, like I've seen guys way better than me at executive protection lose, you know, because they couldn't figure this this piece out, and it's it's just, it's a decently sophisticated piece. Is that is that something that? Because I was gonna say, uh, what 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 would you say to people that ask, man, how can I just be a really good agent? How can I be really good at EP? And I was gonna ask you, what would what would be a key to being a good EP agent? But is that the key? Having one of the keys, at least. 
if I was going to give you like a few keys, I'd say, yeah, your social dynamics, your social game has got to be on point. That is crucial. Um, but there's a lot like there's still a lot of mindset stuff that really separates uh, successful agents from unsuccessful agents, in my opinion and experience. Uh, rigid being rigid or not being flexible will jack mm. you up because millionaires like billionaires can do whatever the heck they want to do. And so <laughs> yeah. you got to understand, you know, like you're not a warrior. You're not, you know, a lot of guys come into EP after a whole career, you know, or they come into EP with some idea about what they think it is, you know, and yeah. the reality of the game is you're the help. And you are, and you, and it's not in like a negative way. You have to have a mindset to where you can find honor in being the help. Like no greater love than this, that a man would lay down his life for another. Like my service to my principals and clients as a protector is a sacred thing. This is the highest, this is like, it like boosts my self-esteem. It's one of the highest forms of service a human being can, you have to be stronger to do this. Not just anybody can do protection. You know what I'm saying? So I take pride in it. Um, but also um, having your mind right about what you're really there to do and what what your job is really about. And your job is not about you. It's about serving your client and um, being flexible enough to do that uh, is another huge thing that I see hurt a lot of people. And another big key I'll give, so kind of three, you know, be flexible, know that, it, that your job's not about you, uh, pay attention to your social dynamics, <laughs> uh, and then the other one is, you know, don't think your client's success is your success. Every day you go to work, you respect the game. You respect your client, even if they are pretending to be your friend. Remember, you're replaceable. Yeah. And just because you're on a private jet today doesn't mean you're not gone tomorrow. So I go to work every yeah. day, even to this day. Uh, and I, and I, I, I look at it as this could be my last day. So pay attention. It all comes down to this. You're writing a blank check. You can get into a firefight. And any day you're working, you you lace up your shoes, you leave the house, you can get fired, you can get shot, you know, stay yeah. focused, stay strong, stay humble and uh, serve, you know. And so, you know, I, a lot of guys get on those private jets and get in those hotels and they think they made it and then they think they're friends with the client. And then uh, just because they're the flavor of the month uh, and then next <laughs> thing you know, it's deuces. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even know why getting a call yeah. from an assistant or a manager or something, not even the client. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You've seen it. Yeah. Jeez, mm-hmm. jeez. Yeah. It's just like, Oh wait, no, I'm not going in. Oh, okay. Got uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I can't get on the jet. No, no, I'm sorry. Bro. We got an Uber for you. We're going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got an Uber for you. <laughs> our, our it's cold, order. man. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I, you know, I have not been doing this a long time and I have learned that already. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what? So, uh, OK, I something recently happened. I, I had an offer and um, they asked me for like a, I guess, a client list or a reference list kind of thing. Now, what would be your advice to somebody like me? This, this is not asking for Facebook. This is asking for Jasmine. Um, basically, I, I do a lot of subcontracting. I do a lot of joining other people's teams. I do a lot of things like that. But a lot of it is like confidential, like not super yeah. secret, but they tell you ahead of time, like, don't, you know, give out this email address or address or don't give out this name 
boom, boom, boom. But when somebody, when you go into business for yourself, because I just got my state license and um, started my own agency. So when you do that, but you work under other people's team, how do you convert information that you're not even, you can't even give into a list of, oh, I worked for this person or I've, mm. I've done you know, this person, this person, how, how do you go about getting around that kind of thing? Yeah, I will talk about the category of the, um, of the principal or the client. So I'll be like, I, I basically, any, any real professional, see, and this is kind of the problem. Any real professional is going to appreciate it. If you're saying, Hey, listen, I have a strict policy. I never speak about the principals to the clients I've worked for. But I can tell you this, you know, I've had, you know, and I'll say political client from this date to this date, you know, I might give them a company name, what company I was yeah. working for. You can call my management, you can call my manager or my boss or whatever, uh, acting and singing talent from this date to this date uh, with this company. Um, so I'll talk about the client demographic, you know, uh, you know, wealthy family, high net worth family, fortune 500 company. Uh, from this date to this date, unless it's something that's ultra public, you know, like the stuff, I yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, the church realm is like, well, if you come on a Sunday, I'll be standing right there. You know, so <laughs> that Do I don't you... hide. <laughs> Do you um, still work at that church? Yeah. So I work with Harvest Christian Fellowship, um, Greg Laurie's uh, church. And mm -hmm. so I'm one of the assistant directors of security there. So I run all the uniform guys and, you know, we have, uh, like uh, over a hundred volunteers that we manage and that's a whole nother another another that's a whole nother episode <laughs> that's a whole episode back just to talk about church security yeah that's got everything in it man site yeah. security and ep and yeah. offensive security operations and all kinds that that's more work really a lot of times yeah um but it's it's rewarding it's fruitful and it's nice when you're not like bored um but yeah. Yeah, so that's how I talk about it. Does that kind of give you a way to deal with it? Absolutely. You're the ultimate trainer. Yeah, I knew to ask you. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, because it was something I was like, because, and I, and I don't have a problem. I've never been the person to have a problem saying, okay, I don't know the answer to this, or yeah. I don't know how to do this, or I don't jump into things. So I was like, okay, give me a moment to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask Byron. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah, you so can be feeling pressured that. into feeling like you gotta say yeah. something. But really, especially and, and if you're signing NDAs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or people who don't them. actually yeah. work in like security industry, they're like, well, just tell me who you work. You know, just tell me who you work yeah. for. They work with the client somehow, but they're not really into that. And but if it was the other way around, be like, you don't tell that you're working with us. You know what I'm saying? So I was just yeah. like. Yeah. I'll get back to you. Give me a second there. Yeah, and, and <laughs> civilians will ask me all the time, like, oh, who do you work for? You know, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I just smile and I'm like, I, I never tell them. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. tell anyone really. And it's it's nice to have <laughs> that, like, nah, like, you know, especially with all the stuff I'm doing on mm -hmm. social media, mm -hmm. I can't have it be just common knowledge who I work for because, you yeah. know, something you got to watch out for, especially people that are commingling their, their social media with their client is yo maybe your your client's hot right now but yeah. when your client's not hot right now that's going to impact your brand uh maybe your client's uh, all about the fact that you're you know shooting and 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 sparring and putting it on instagram and stuff but when your client gets into some kind of uh, litigation or 
you know, has a new girlfriend and doesn't think that's cool anymore, guess what? They're going to be like, oh, you know, that guy that you have, he's all into, you know, fighting and da-da-da-da-da. Or, or your client just needs to look like a good person because he's, I don't know, going through a divorce or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, oh, well, running around with this goon guy over here, you know, <laughs> so you, it's almost always better. <laughs> and I've had clients be like, no, put me on there, you know. It's almost <laughs> always better to just keep your work and keep it separate from your brand even though it seems like you'll get a bump you know it seems like yeah. you'll get like a bump like oh dude if i appear with like my client the celebrity or whatever my ig will go nuts my social media credit will go nuts but nah 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 i don't do not it work. no you know, yeah I, I see that is paramount media i see that um it's not a lot of like faces it's not a lot of who i'm with when i'm with and i've heard you say before you know you don't even post the stuff when it's actually happening you know yeah yeah, i I definitely agree with that because people do do it though like even on the lower scale things who don't have like really really high they're coming in they're working a concert and they're coming in and standing in there um and it's just happened they're standing there and they're taking a picture and they got the client in the background I've had to yeah. say, hey, I know I'm not the boss of this site right now, but I'm telling you right now, if you post that in, in real time, you're not just showing the client. You're showing what the backstage looks like. You're showing how to get on backstage. You just, you know, you just got to think about that stuff. And they just look at me like I'm crazy sometimes. But I'm like, no, this stuff and is real. People use people like that. A hundred percent. You don't know who's following you at mm-hmm. all. Like, even if your account's locked, I hear be having some, <laughs> I always say civilians, but I mean, like, people like, you know, like the, the nannies and stuff will be like, well, my account's locked, so it's, like, safe, and I'm like, no, yeah. no, it's not, and no. you don't know who everyone is in, in there anyways, uh, and the other thing is, if you're an EP or security person doing something like that, you'll just never get hired at a higher level. <laughs> like yeah. you let a managing director or I mean uh, a hiring director or anyone like that anyone in the industry see you behaving like that on social media you're like yeah. you're like scarred like, you're gone. You're gone. Like, like you have to really yeah like it you know because we, we can't risk that when your principal calls you in the room and is like hey what's this and they got a picture of one of your guys with like their car or something it's so heinous yeah <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It happens a lot to be something common sense. It happens a lot. So, well, the social media has taken over people's brains anyway. So trying so hard to impress people. They don't even know that they post anything. So yeah, I think people, especially in the industry should really learn that that is, you know, we, we know you're cool. Just, you know, we don't need to know everything, every cool thing you do or cool person you hang out with. I'm definitely repeating that so that people listening, you know, stop posting everything on your job. But anyway, let's, 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 let's talk about de-escalation. I am like an advocate. I, I'm like, hey, there is something you can do before things hit the fan most of the time. What what is your stance on de-escalation? What is a de-escalation tactic that you've used or that you stand by? Um, de-escalation is ultra important. Uh, man, I just literally taught this module in my in my in training day. Um, a few things I do that a lot of people may not think about is one: I treat everyone with respect. Mm-hmm. The moment I hit a room, 
I am beginning to build an, uh, a, a network socially that will support me. So I hit a room, I come through, and I'm like very respectful to everyone. I'm positive to everyone. I'm looking people in the eyes. I'm shaking their hands. I'm acknowledging them. You know, I'm paying respect to everybody. And, and so everybody already is like, yo, that's that one security dude. He's cool. You know, they're already yes. thinking like that, you know? And so then when I'm like, hey, can you take a step to the left for me right quick? Hey, you mind? Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, y'all. What's up? Hey, excuse me. They're all already cool with me. They're like, oh, oh yeah, that's the dude. He's cool. He's, yeah, he's, he's from the Bahamas, whatever. You know, and so um, I build social equity in an environment so I have the moral high ground. So if I have mm-hmm. to t- if I have to tighten somebody up or break somebody off, it's a higher probability that one people will help me. Two people uh, already will look at the other guy like that dude must have been stupid because that dude the security <laughs> dude was cool, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's a very strategic thing. I'm not looking mean all the time. I'm smiling. I'm being personable. I'm relaxed while I'm doing security. Um, I don't yeah. wear sunglasses because I can communicate with my eyes. Uh, it's one of my strongest ways of communicating. So. You know, if I want somebody to know that I got my eye on them, I can look at them. If I want someone, if I want to win someone over, I can look at them, you know, and just, you know, say what's up and let them know that, hey, you know, we're cool, man. All good in the hood, you know. Um, (laughs) If I want to, if, you know, if I want someone to know that I'm looking for their hands, I can look at them, you know. So um, these are little subtle things that I use. And actually, it's really some social dynamics that I use to begin kind of tactically positioning myself in my environment for uh the moral high ground and for a win for things to go i'm stacking chips all the time and in, 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 in my favor um yeah. and then really with regards to executive protection and de-escalation um you know you want to avoid being in a position where you have to de-escalate because this means you know it's time consuming and it's yeah. dangerous and you're you're gambling so um De-escalation has a place in executive protection, but nine times out of 10, the goal, if you're doing EP, now, if you're just doing security, de-escalation is like, it completely swings the other way. It completely swings Mm -hmm. to like, this is ultra important. Like, like this is you, this is bread and butter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, With with EP, you got to just get off the X. Like, I don't have time to have a conversation with you. I'm going to be as nice (laughs) as I can while I watch this elevator close. And like, you don't try to hit us (laughs) because I'm like smiling at you. And like, I'm being nice, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, we're getting on the elevator or like, we're going to the cars, you know? So, um, so it's a moving de-escalation with executive protection. Mm, it's always yeah. moving now with, but with actual static security or club security or anything like that, it's, you know, I'm going to listen to your problem. I'm going to manage yep. my responses. So I'm not being triggered by your ridiculousness yes. and I'm going to validate you in some way and draw clear i'm gonna draw clear boundaries then i'm gonna validate you in some way and then i'm gonna see if you can pack it up and, and keep and keep it moving and we can have respect yeah. we can restore respect um and that's what that kind of looks like yeah i mean that summed it up <laughs> pretty okay, much so, so. especially the validation part i think people kind of forget that part and they're yeah. like get out of here go to the really that person really just wants to be heard, they want, they're the loudest already. So that's their whole point. They want to be heard. Yeah. You want to know that you know that this was a problem for them kind of thing. So yeah, that's a huge part. And is it about you or are you working right now? Like I'm working. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I don't care who's right or wrong. As long as it's not going to uh, impact my operation, like operationally cause a problem, 
you can be yeah. right. That's great. Go and have a wonderful night. You know what? I completely <laughs> understand, sir. You know what? That I, that would make me mad too. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Hey, man, I'm sorry that happened to you. Well, I'll be here. You know, if anything else crazy, you know, let me know. You know, I'll try and see what Ooh. I can do for you. But exactly. I'm sorry yeah. you had to deal with that on your way in the club tonight. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yep. The sky is still blue. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm getting paid in four. Hours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if like, I'm getting paid yeah. enough, cool. <laughs> Have a nice night. You know, mm-hmm. you're right. Be right over there on the left hand side. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, <exactly. laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, well, in here. OK, you, you've been all over the world. One, you've done club security, you EP. What is the craziest thing that you've had to deal with on a detail? Like from a fight, from shootout, anything like what is the craziest? What's a story that you'll never forget in your career? Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, hmm, there's a couple. I'm going between a few of them. Uh, I would say, man, uh, there was a time in the Congo where, and I'm just going to really, really, really sum this up. Uh, okay. I found myself in a room of like Congolese money that was up to my knees and it was okay. a small room, but I just remember there were no real curtains on the windows. And, um, you know, my police escort started looking inside the room at us. And uh, we were like, uh, I don't think this is going to, I don't think I, I, we need to get out of here. <laughs> um, uh, and so we ended up having to leave that venue, pull the principal and man the rails we were at a stadium kind of fight our way out of the stadium and uh you know get to the airport the airport is hitting up uh the airplane trying to tax them like 250 dollars for like whatever they can come up with hey you owe us another 250 dollars airport tax hey you owe us another 250 dollars um um runway tax hey you know and 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 Mm -hmm. our, our pilots are like we need to leave now uh the security at the airport were like little kids with machine guns, like oh with AKs, goodness. like you see in the movie, like the straight off Blood yeah. Diamond. Uh, <laughs> and you know, we end up taking out, taking off, taking off against the airport's wishes. You know, the pilot basically, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna shoot you down. You're not clear to take off." And the pilot basically was like, "You don't have an air force. We're leaving. <laughs> Take yeah. it up with us." <laughs> and you know, that was a that was a sketchy time that I will never forget. Wow. Yeah, that was not what I was expecting. That's why I asked. I knew it was going to be something, you know, like in the Congo. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've had an extensive career already and you're not even you're not even halfway through it. Like, congratulations on all your success, like everything that you've learned, that you're able to trickle down to people like me and, and kind of give us a pathway of how to get started. Um you know, I, I just, I think a lot of people try to keep information to themselves. And even with social media, like you'll ask somebody a question and they'll be like, oh, you know, I got it from here. And you'll be like, where's here? Oh, you know, no, no, I don't know. That's why I'm asking, but it's okay. It's, you know, it's just a duty belt. I was just asking where you get it from. I'm not taking money out of your pocket by doing that. So, you know, the information you share and the training that you're given, I just, I think it's really needed 
um, and I really appreciate it, you know. So I just wanted to let you know that. Um, Thank you before so much. We, uh, yeah. It means the world, you know. It's an honor to be <laughs> able to contribute. That's the truth. Um, you know, it's an honor to be able to contribute. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, before we wrap up, because I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. Um, I want to know two random things. One, I want to talk about your EP EDC. I want to talk about what you bring all the time. I know some details might you know cause for different things, and then I want to talk about uh, Gray Man, the suits. Um, so. Let's talk about Gray Man first. Um, I've seen you in the suit and I've seen you mention them. And I kinda, I, I, I am like a suit person. I really, really like suits. And okay. so when I saw the suit, I was like, oh, this is interesting because of the way it's made and, and how it's made for EP. Like, how did you link up with, with Gray Man? And, and have you put one of those suits to the test? Yes, I love my gray man suit um uh use code byron obviously right 10 percent off yeah <laughs> when you go buy one um, obviously yeah right uh but i wear my my suit every time i have to wear a suit i rock my gray man suit i've had been wearing them for about two and a half years now and then literally mm-hmm. i've got a closet full of some expensive suits over the years and they're the only ones i want to wear because i can move in that suit like uh like anything else i'm wearing like there's no it doesn't inhibit me at all it fits me like an italian suit the tape yeah. is on point but i can like you know I can stretch. I can step up into vehicles. If I could high kick, I could high kick, you know, (laughs) I can grab both of my shoulders, you know? So it's like when I draw my weapon, I'm completely, uh, I have a complete range of motion. So yeah. And that that's, yeah. I'm in love with those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, when I saw that, I was like, you know that, I mean, yeah, that's a good, at first it's a good idea because even with me being smaller, like if I have to reach for something, even if it's just OC or something like that or cuff yeah. or whatever, it's like if if I get a suit, a reg, just a regular suit from H&M or something, I'm always getting that resistance when I try to yeah. move my arm back. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I wanted to mention that just for the EP people that are listening, you know. Um, yeah. You heard the code and you heard the percentage. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're, you know, that's what you need. If you, I, I hear a lot of complaints and, and that's really what I try to do with the oh, show. Yeah. I, I try to take anything I've heard anybody complain about or say they can't find. That's kind of how I, you know, navigate the conversation to talk about those things that I hear that people have a lacking of. So um, yeah. EDC. Well, you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> EDC. What do you uh, carry all the time? What do you usually carry? <laughs> And yeah, on the gray man thing too, like they just, if you just want a comfortable suit that looks really good, like that's the way to go. You know? That's the way to go. <laughs> um, Cause like you couldn't even pay me to get into a suit before. Like I, I used to run from getting in suits cause I used yeah. to be in them nonstop for like the first seven mm-hmm. years. But anyways. Um, and they get tight. They get uncomfortable. They get, yeah, I hate it. Yeah. I understand. The EDC, yeah. No worries. <laughs> the EDC thing now is, yeah, it's, uh, it is. So you want to know my daily carry? Um, yeah, yeah. I rock a CZP10 hybrid, which is a CZP10 
see actually there's a video all about it on my youtube channel so it's a czp 10 f slide with a charlie uh frame and i have an xc1 light with it and then i have a um if i'm doing residential i'll have some cuffs on me um only if I'm doing residential, though. I don't really carry those out in public. And then I have an extra mag, mag, mag extension on that bad boy. And then I have a uh, Surefire, I believe it's an EDC. Let's see, I have it right here. Surefire EDCL one tack Tango. Um, that's my light. That's like one of my, that's my favorite flashlight. I carry a Colonel Blade a lot of times or a Delta Dagger for my knife. Um, mm -hmm. And then I have medical supplies in my second line gear inside my backpack that's always inside the vehicle. If I'm going to do something yeah. weird, like a little <laughs> extra weird, <laughs> then I'll uh, throw a tourniquet on my belt as well or my sock or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And your sock, you, you wear it down there too? I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh -huh. depends on what I'm okay. doing. But yeah, man, I just throw it in my sock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the lunch money. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, got you. I got like a ridge wallet that's kind of a cool little tactical thing too yeah and uh i throw my keys and all that on like a carabiner um mm -hmm. you know that can like telescope that's got like a wire on it so i can you know go hands-free with it and just yeah if i need to and all that stuff there's a few okay. tricks i use where i attach my flashlight to my belt and do things like that so that I can move around a club or backstage with both my hands free and stuff like that. Uh, that you'll probably see on my YouTube channel. <laughs> I was about to say I'm gonna I'm gonna post that link. Um, awesome. YouTube, but do you carry all the time, even like when you're not on the job or you're just going out to eat or what? Are you do you carry all the time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm at the gym and I'm carrying, okay? I just feel like it's my responsibility. I can't have yeah. something. If something happens and I'm not ready and I'm not carrying, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't imagine Stop. it. I, can't imagine it. <laughs> I just can't even deal with it. So yeah, I'm always carrying. It'd be hard for you to sneak up on me in the shower. I got something near me. Yeah. <laughs> do you, I, do you, are you the guy with the gun in the bathroom? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. That's all. I'm never. Mind. Uh, you know how much you want to know. You know. Uh, Listen, Byron. I really appreciate you coming on. I am not going to hold you any longer. I probably got thirty other questions, but I'll just have you back on. Uh, I, I really appreciate you coming. I, I really appreciate you spending the time talking to me because you. I, I don't know how you even had the time. You're like up in. Uh, 4 a.m. at the gym. You're like always somewhere. So I appreciate you carving out this time for me. Absolutely. It's an honor that you'd have me, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's an honor to be able to contribute. So, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, Jasmine. You're very Definitely welcome. Doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll keep following. I'll keep sharing and supporting. So um, congratulations again on becoming a daddy and talk to you soon. Outstanding. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in once again to Industry Talk Podcast. We're getting better and better, more guests, 
more information on our Instagram, more job postings, more training postings. So stay tuned for even more things like events, meetups, etc. If you want to support this podcast and support our growth, please look in the bio in the description. Click the link, support this podcast, and you can drop a dollar, a dime, 25 cents, $30, whatever you want to drop. If you want to do it a different way, contact me on Industry Talk Podcast on the Instagram. DM me. Let me know your thoughts about the podcast, what you want to talk about, what you want to hear about, and how you want to support. Really appreciate it. Keep listening. Keep being the greatest security officer that you can be. Keep upholding the law. Stay safe.